الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل ما يعبا بكم ربي لولا دعاؤكم صدق الله العظيم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله سبحانه وتعالى سيدنا قران المجيد او محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم تي my lord pays attention to you only because of your invocation that is dua to him dua is very important dua or supplication is to petition allah taala for one's needs and requirements be such needs mundane that is of the dunya or spiritual be they in regard to one's worldly affairs or dini affairs whether such affairs and needs are within one's ability of acquisition or not in all cases the muslim has to supplicate to allah taala for the fulfillment of his needs dua for unlawful desires and needs is not permissible while making dua all the lawful means and agencies for the requirement should be harnessed for example the farmer while making dua for his farm to yield should at the same time engage in the means and ways of farming one making dua for protection against an enemy should at the same time engage in the ways and means of warding of the enemy the sick while making dua for recovery should resort to medicine and treatment as well one involved in litigation should while making dua for success in his court case engage the proper means of achieving success as well one engage in the acquisition of qurani and dini knowledge should make dua for barakat and success while at the same time study properly and acquire whatever ways are essential for the correct acquisition of knowledge one involved in ibadat should strive against the lonely desires and the divergence of sharia of the shaitan and the nafs while at the same time make dua for aid from allah taala for sincerity and steadfastness in his acts of ibadat in affairs in which physical and material means and agencies have no role to play one should in entirety resort to only making dua for example rainfall protection against plagues the shaitan and the deception of the nafs protection from the oppression of cruel persons etc dua does not mean the mere recitation of some words and the mere ritual reiteration of words after salat the nature of dua consists of petitioning in the court of allah taala the earnestness and concern which people have when making appeals in the courts of the world should at least be adopted when making dua in the court of allah subhanahu wa taala when making dua one's mind and body have to be concentrated and directed into the purpose of dua one should never lose hope in the event of fulfillment of the dua being delayed or in fulfillment is not discerned one has to submit to the will of allah taala dua is an appeal to allah taala it is his sole prerogative to grant or reject the appeals of his servants we have no right to become disillusioned and despondent if we cannot discern acceptance of our dua the times of dua are not only restricted to the time of salat dua should be made at any time whenever one requires something although the time after salat is very effective for acceptance of the dua whenever and whatever one is in need of immediately make dua with the heart as well as with the tongue this then is the reality and nature of dua 
Now, when supplicating, do so according to the reality and nature of dua as has been as has been described. If you do so, you will have the desired effect that is the barakat of dua. Barakat of dua does not necessarily mean that whatever you ask for will be granted. At times, the very object sought for is obtained, for example, something in regard to the akhirat, because a favor or bounty of the akhirat is, more, is pure goodness for the servant. For at the attainment of the fortune of the akhirat, iman and ita'at, that is, obedience, are conditions. Without these conditions, the blessings of the akhirat are not attainable. Sometimes, the object asked for is not obtained, for example, an object or requirement of the world. This is so because sometimes the worldly object supplicated for is harmful and sometimes beneficial. If it is beneficial in the wisdom of Allah Ta'ala, He grants it to the servant and when it is harmful, He will withholds it from the servant just as a father will deny his child an object which is detrimental to his interest. The meaning of barakat in this context, context is that the attention of Allah Ta'ala is directed to the servant. Thus, if due to some reason known to Allah Ta'ala, the object asked for is not granted, then there should be contentment as well. He is not overcome with frustration and weakness. This spiritual strength with which the heart is imbued is the effect of the special attention of Allah Ta'ala as a result of dua made by the servant. The special attention of Allah is indeed a great treasure. All other treasures pale into insignificance in its presence. The special attendance, attention is in fact man's original capital which he has to strive for. If it is the possession of this treasure which will bring him comfort and peace in this world and in the akhirah, the limitless bounties of the hereafter are obtainable as a result of the special attention which Allah Ta'ala focuses on his servants. There is Therefore, never the slightest fear of being deprived. The one who makes dua is never deprived because of this inherent barakat of dua. It is narrated by Hazrat Abu Huraira that the servant's dua is accepted as long as he does not ask for something sinful nor for something unkind for his relatives and as long as he is not impatient. It was asked, O Rasulullah, what is the meaning of being impatient? It means to say, I have asked dua time and again, but it has not been answered. So saying, one gives up asking dua. This hadith stresses the continuous making of dua, even if the dua seemingly is not accepted. In another hadith mentioned, nothing is more appreciable, appreciable to Allah Ta'ala than dua. Hazrat Ibn Umar said, Dua is beneficial in everything. It is effective in warding of misfortunes which have already been descended as well as misfortunes which are about to descend. Therefore, the servants of Allah should be steadfast in making dua. Again, Hazrat Abu Huraira narrates, Nabi Salaam said, Allah becomes angry with one who refrains from dua. It also mentioned the hadith, you should continue to engage in dua and firmly believe that Allah is accepting your dua. Allah Ta'ala does not accept the dua of one whose heart is careless. Dua must be 
made with earnestness and concentration of mind and body, while at the same time believing that the, the, the dua is definitely been accepted by Allah Ta'ala. Non-attainment of the object the dua should not be misconstrued as non-acceptance. The dua is most certainly accepted, but obtainable of, of the object sought after is subject to the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Sayyid Khudr says that any Muslim who makes a dua and his dua does not contain a request for anything that is sinful or anything regarding the severance of family ties, Allah Ta'ala grants him one of three things most assuredly. Number one, what he asked is granted immediately. Or what he has asked is saved from him as the treasure in the Akhirah. Or Allah wards away some calamity from him in lieu of the object asked for. The Sahaba then said that they will resort to dua in abundance. Rasulullah replied by Allah Ta'ala, everything is in abundance. Thus, no dua is returned empty. Hazrat Anas narrated, Rasulullah said, everyone should petition his creator for all his needs. In the narration of Hazrat Sabit, it is said, Everyone should ask his creator for all his needs, be it even salt or be it be a shoelace, when it breaks. One should not consider it improper to make dua for insignificant items because by Allah Ta'ala, even such things which are significant, great and valuable by us are indeed insignificant in the gaze of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, we should always make dua, do not ever lose hope. It is said that one person says, I have made dua for, cert- for a certain thing for 30, for 30 years and I am still particular in that matter. In other words, he never gave up. He never gave up. In the year after, a person will be surprised when rewards will be plentiful and he will ask Allah the re- reason for all these rewards. Allah will say, this is all for du'as you made in the dunya which were not fulfilled. That is left as a treasure in the, for the hereafter. He would then say, the servant would say, it should be that not one of my du'a should be accepted in this dunya but left for the hereafter. May Allah Usman give us a tawfiq never ever to neglect Making dua, all we make dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam takhfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunanna minal khasirin. Allahumma rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana waqina adhab al-nar. Rabbana la tuzih qulubana baada idha daytana wa hablana min ladunka rahma innaka anta al-wahab. Allahumma ahsin aqibatana fi al-umuri kulliha wa ajirna min khizi dunya wa adhab al-akhira. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-jannah wa ma qarraba ilayha min qawlin wa amal. Wanaa'uzu bika min al-nar wa ma qarraba ilayha min qawlin wa amal. نسأل الله العافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب عمل يقرب إلى حبك اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرت ولا حما إلا فرجت 
ولا دين الا قضيتا ولا حاجه من حوائج الدنيا والاخره الا قضيتها يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم عنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم انا نسالك من كل خير ما سالك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم